Hi, you guys. Welcome to Ghosted Stories. Hello. This is Chelsea. And this is Aaron. And we are very excited because before we get into today's Ghosted Stories episode. With we, the lovely Sue Funk. With the lovely Sue Funk. Funking we, it up. We have, um, of course, we want you guys to email us, ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail. Tweet at us at Ghosted Stories um, and give us your ghost ghosted stories and also questions, comments, concerns, feelings. And one of our fans, Alyssa. Hi, Alyssa. Hey, girl. Uh, she emailed us her own mm-hmm. ghosted story. So we want to kick off today's episode talking about it. So Alyssa said, I met this guy in my grad school class in a media study program. Uh, he was taking the class outside of his program. He's an M- MFA student. Smart. Should have been a first red flag. i found out he was writing a book so i thought okay this is maybe my way in to talk to him he was cute there aren't many normal straight guys in my program so i thought why not i asked him if i could read some of his stuff of course he was excited to share it with me the book is pretty much autobiographical uh it was about the first time he had his heart broken it was interesting because mostly i feel like books are like this are from the woman's perspective uh but his was actually not really groundbreaking and I definitely told him nicer things about what I thought about it than what I actually thought because, duh, I wanted him to like me. <laughs> we hung out a couple more times outside of me reading his book and giving him notes. I realized I'd clearly been friend zoned and was in such denial. I couldn't figure out, though, if he liked me or not because every time I was ready to admit it to myself that it was just a friendship, he'd do or say something that made me think differently. That's always mm. how they get you. They want to, like, really. They have that the sixth time. sense about, like, like, she's pulling away ever so slightly. I'm losing her. I feel it in the force. Because they want you to want them. Right. Um, It was so confusing. He kept texting and coming around. So I told myself, okay, he's had his heart broken, which I knew based on reading his book. (laughs) Based on the 200 page essay that he (laughs) had had me proof. Interesting and groundbreaking. So he doesn't, (laughs) he must not want to rush into things. But the thing was, I should have known because his book was graphic sex wise. And if he liked me, he would have already made it clear that he liked me because he obviously wasn't shy. Again, I kept saying, well, maybe he's changed the book. And that was when he was younger. It had been five years ago. Maybe he's different now, but people don't change. I was getting tired of it all. When he takes a two-week trip to Asia, I thought, perfect. If he reaches out to me while he's there, I'll know he's interested. Mm -hmm. Setting up a little test, a little trap. And he, she set up a little test. He gave me the last part of his book to read before he left. And he texted me twice while he was there. And led with, have you read the ending yet? So I proverbially cock-blocked him by not reading the end of the book. Way to go, Alyssa. Really? Self-control. Well, we got back. He texted me to hang out. We didn't. Of course, he asked me, had I read the ending? I had to hand it to him. He waited a whole half hour and to hang out with me (laughs) to ask the question. What an MFA clearly all he cared about. So MFA. I still hadn't read the end. This was at the end of August. I still have not heard from him since. Also important to note, I still have not read the end of the book. What if at the end of the book he asks her to (laughs) marry him? Like, what if the end of the book is like, Alyssa. Alyssa, girl. I didn't know you when I wrote this. (laughs) It's just like a slow jam from like a 90s boy band (laughs) thing. Like, hey, girl. Hey, girl, I'm a truth seer or I'm a truth seer. -seer. I don't know. Future seer. I'm a seer of things. Because like basically like the point is when he read when he wrote this book that she was reading, he wouldn't have known her yet. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I got I thought he finished that. Like he had to read parts and he's like, oh, I finished it. Like, let's see what Alyssa thinks or changed it. Yeah, sure. 
I want to read know. the end of his book. Well, I was thinking it was interesting because then we were emailing back and forth and I was like, ha, you know, have you, do you feel a desire to read it? And she's like, I don't know because it's still kind of like annoying. Or I'm like kind of, you know, bummed that whatever didn't happen, didn't happen. But I kind of really want her to read the end of the book and follow up with us. I mean, yeah, uh, it's not him. No, definitely not him. Fuck this guy. He clearly was just using you for a book review, (laughs) (laughs) which is the worst kind of using. But couldn't be honest with her. Like, I just want to be friends, but I value your mind. Yes, which I think would obviously, as we say all the time, would be hard to hear. That would suck. But still nice to know that at the end of the day, he values your input. I don't know. No, either way you slice it. It's a shitty situation. But Alyssa, just know... you did what most any of us would do. You really, because yeah. he did like, he did the classic like breadcrumbs every time that mm-hmm. you thought he was pulling away and you saw the signs, but then he would pull you back in and we've all been there. It's very, when classic. you're in it, it's so hard to get out of. Right. A hundred percent. Like we say that because we're like, it didn't happen to us and it's a cold light of day, but I right. feel like when you're in it, yeah, you, you make yourself insane. Of course. You make excuses for anything. You want to see the best of it, and you right. want to see the best in it. I'm so proud of you for not reading it, Alyssa, for getting yes. two texts from Asia, and you know those texts were 50 cents each, <laughs> <laughs> and still stick into your guns. Yes. It's a way to go, girl. Absolutely. Good job, Yeah, that was Alyssa. awesome. Very great. Um, stay strong. Don't get ghosted. Don't get ghosted. <laughs> We stole that from another podcast. We can't use it. We definitely just repurposed. (laughs) Stay sexy. Don't get murdered. From (laughs) my favorite murder. murder. Great podcast. Check it out. Yeah. Um, All right. (laughs) Do you think they'll mind? They won't mind. They They won't mind. I think it's probably fine. And they definitely don't listen to this. No, maybe they one day. I mean, don't shut that door for me. No, it's not shut. No, we should have them on. Um, All right. Great. Let's get into today's ghosted story. Mm -hmm. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ghosted Stories. Welcome. Oh, it's Chelsea. And it's Aaron. And we're joined today by the most loveliest and funkiest, Sue Funk, ladies and Woo! gentlemen. Hi, everybody. Thanks Sue for Funk. having me. Um, Sue and I do another podcast together mm-hmm. called Cabernet A about Pretty Little Liars. And drinking wine. It's a fan <laughs> podcast uh, for adult fans of Pretty Little Liars. Just a- adults. There's an explicit content warning. Yes. yes. No, yes, we, d- we just get super drunk and talk about the... Yeah, a show for tweens. Is there an explicit content warning on this, too? Because I need to know if I'm allowed to curse now. Oh, oh. I think we've cursed plenty. Yes. Okay. Because I was just like, you're going to have so much editing no. to do. No. Just go in. <laughs> Call the kids into the room. we got to teach them some stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, Aaron. Oh, I did tell you. I was going to... I told you about how teens were dragging me on Twitter Which for is saying something about really one of the main fantastic. characters. So I said something derogatory about one of the main characters on Pretty Little Liars because she's a fucking bitch on the show. And then I like, you know, we're adult yeah, fans, but you forget amazing. that teens watch. And then they were like dragging me on Twitter very aggressively. You can't, you can't, you can't fuck with shippers. No. Of any kind. It, it wasn't just that you was, were fucking with her. You were fucking with the ship. The relationship. Yeah. The shippers. Yeah. So. Um, but so yeah, if you rock the boat, Chelsea, <laughs> right? I'm sorry. I get really emotional about pretty little liars. Um, okay. As so before we, before we get into Sue's ghosted story, mm-hmm. let's just catch up. What's happening? What's with everybody? <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Don't Listen, all go at once. Aaron and I just <laughs> stared blankly at each other. Also because, spoiler alert, Aaron and I, the past three episodes that you've listened look to. Look we're ripping down that I know, veil. fourth well. Don't look at the man behind the screen, everybody. We just recorded like the introductions to the first three podcasts all in a row. So it's like yeah. we're, we're more than caught up. But let's pretend we're not. So, um, hey, strangers. So I've been in a relationship for five years. With a great uh, guy. Yeah. Pat. He's very I, nice. I want to bring up, okay, so this is something that's been happening to me a lot recently, and I feel like I'm sure it's happening to everybody a lot who's dating. Um, guys who just check in but never want to meet up. Mm-hmm. Case in point. I hung out with this guy maybe like three times. Um, we, it was clearly like not going anywhere. We didn't know, we did end up sleeping together once. But then ever since then, he'll just... And I, I think I'm, I all but said, let's just, anytime you want to have sex, that can be on the table. Just shoot me to, you know, like it's clearly not mm-hmm. going to turn into a situation where we're like actually Again, dating. everybody bring the but kids in like, the room. Yeah, you're just, <laughs> but I'm just like, yeah, we can be people do. who just sleep together every right. now and then. So it's like the offer is on the table. You're like, I'm, my name's Chelsea. I'm just trying to get it. I'm just trying to over. get it in. Let's but do like, it. And I don't want it to be misconstrued that I'm disappointed that this guy isn't texting me. But he's just one of those dudes that just like wants to constantly check in and sort of be like, well, what are you doing? What are you up to? We should get together soon. But then never makes. It's like if you don't want the sex, that's the fun part. I have enough people to text. Have you ever heard of the idea of dick in a bottle? Like you have your dick in the like breaking clip. Break glass in, in case, case of emergency. emergency. Totally. Like, of so course. you're his, I don't know, vagina on a pillow. I don't like know. He just, like, <laughs> like, I feel like he's just keeping you there. Sorry. He's just keeping you there just in case. Well, sure. But, but at what point? But you don't need to break glass, honey. Th- Open the door, take it out, treat it real nice, and put it back in the box. Well, sure. That's but the like, thing. You gotta, it's, like, you, it's like a garden. He's like, he's watering it. Like, you're like, not a plant that you have to water every week, but like maybe every month. But like, no, don't <laughs> even then. I guess in that instance, this is the type of guy like, don't, you don't have to keep checking in with me. I'll just always be here. It's not like we are like sort of seeing each other on a, on a regular basis, be it mm. in a casual way or whatever. And then suddenly he breaks the pattern and like sort of more or less ghosts and then tries to come back. It's like we have no regularity. We have no pattern. We've only hung out a couple of times. Do you know what I mean? So it just seems silly. It's like you don't need to keep checking in with me. Only check in when we're going to do the sex part. I don't want right. to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need the in isn't going to end in me having to pee real quick. Right. Then I don't want to do this. <laughs> right. And why, why even... Well, and then also, why keep, to your point, about, like, having it be break glass in case of emergency, but we never even get to that. It's like, we should when have done one of those emergency by emergency coming? Like, yeah, when? when? <laughs> I think it's also just like an I'll be there, you know? He's like, hey, just letting you know that you can call me whenever, and I'm going to talk to you randomly and act I, like I care about you. I think men think that's what we want. I think that is uh, what it is. I think he's just like, he's like, I just need a little ego boost and know that there are girls out there who he thinks are thinking of him. So then when you respond, he's like, oh yeah, she wants it. Now I'm just going to go that's like, make some really tea or some shit. Like I don't know. That's a good point. Like, we need for them to hear us talk and they act like they're listening and then we're like all wet inside. Right. And I'm like, you have no idea how it works. <laughs> like, it's, I, no. I don't need you to listen to me. I have friends. Right. Yes, exactly. That's the thing. It's My like, friends I don't, don't need have penises friend. that I want to ride. Right. You do. 
That's what this is. Just like listen to pop music from female artists from the last like 30 years and you'll understand what we want. There's no song that's like, I just want him to listen to me. Like, <laughs> it's always no. just like, I want to fuck him. I want to fuck him. Also, men are not over? good at listening. I'll shave my chocha. Yeah. Right. Pat and I have are on a five-year journey, journey for me to try to teach him how to pay attention to things. Try, and it, try to pay attention to like things that you're saying? Like literally the other day I was like, oh yeah. And so... Um, I watched this movie and they and it takes place in Australia and he's like, oh, so did everyone speak with the British accent? No, honey, because it's Australia. <laughs> and it's like you listen. He listens to eighty percent of any conversation. Anything I'm saying, it's eighty percent that well, he's. In they say you have to front load with men, where you put the most important information in the front of the sentence, right? Because so, he's they gone. Just trail off. That makes exactly. sense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so the idea that we would go to men for a someone to listen to us is hilarious. Right. Yeah. It's like, I don't need you to be my girlfriend. I just need you to come over when I ask you to. I'd rather draw a face on a peach and talk to that. <laughs> Wilson! <laughs> um, that's amazing. I did that last night, to be honest. <laughs> um, that was my lonely. night. Uh, do you have guys like that, Sue? Do you have like the check-in guys? I do. I do. I definitely do. Um, I mean, like, I feel like all my exes always will like check in once in a while. Yeah. Be like, "How's your family?" And I'm like, yeah. "Why?" <laughs> right. This is over. Right. We don't have to. Like, I am legitimately friends with like my high school sweetheart because we were together right. for like over a decade. So like, Whoa. when he checks in, it's not like a check-in check-in. It's like exactly, a yeah. But like some of my exes will be just like, oh, I was just thinking about you, and I'm like, oh, now I gotta talk about something. <laughs> like, Your makeup's on point, P.S. Oh, thank you. You I can't see, it. but just imagine a beautiful cat eye, everyone. Yes. And that's what we're looking at it's right very now. Very fun, very Score. special, it's fantastic. Um, All right, yeah. So we, you don't have anybody that. though that is like, we hooked up once or twice. This relationship is 100% based on sex. Because it sounds like even if those are ex-boyfriends, they are... Um, There's still someone that you had a relationship with. Yeah. I guess it's like, yeah, I'm saying it's the dudes that like you were like hooking up for a little bit. Because I think then, once you've been in a relationship with somebody, like that door's always... Like I always yeah. want to... Like if any of my ex-boyfriends texted me, I, I don't know, that would be weird. But what I, you know what I mean? It wouldn't yeah. be as odd as just like some guy that I hung out, like, hung out with for times. a few weeks. Yeah. Three years ago. Right. Or no, five, I mean, um, before I was in a Right, right. (laughs) We know what you mean. I was pretty dormant, (laughs) I would say, recently. I'm not a very active sexually person. (laughs) Well, let's end, should we segue into that? Can I tell you my favorite Sue Funk story? Absolutely. And and we might have to cut this because it is, it could be, you could take it offensively and I want you to know, this is only love. We... Does it need a little music bed? (laughs) All right. I mean, it's, that's going against no. type for the story. But um, I, uh, we went out one night and Sue went out just wearing some jeans that she was very proud to tell us she bought at CVS. And no. Rite Aid. Rite Aid. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Hold on. What's happening? Somebody in my apartment is not. Oh, my God. I thought that that was Tanuki, my cat, for a minute. No. Like playing just, with something. I was like, how do you learn about a picture? He just, he just got it framed. He developed a possible thumbs and taught himself how to use tools. He does not like the noise either. Yeah, is it coming from next door or from uh, yeah, I think below? Just hanging, I think, you know what? It's gone. They just put in a picture. But there, I, it's just odd because I've never once in my life heard a noise from over there because there's a very, very old, very sweet lady who lives there. Oh, did you just hear something like shut off? Yeah, yeah that was weird. Guys, there's so many weird noises happening right now. We're, is this apartment haunted? I no, think I we're think conjuring spirits. 
Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> my point is, I've never heard noises from that apartment, so it was strange because I've lived here three years. That was and like I've a rhythm knocking, like hanging up a picture. Right. All right, let's go back to the CVS chain store. Okay. Diet Coke. It's a tall boy. It's a Diet Coke tall boy. That was just. I'm sorry, everyone who's listening to us, but you know, we had <laughs> to figure just... some shit out real quick. All right, so it's fine. The knocking's bad. So tell the story. So we go out one night, and it's like a Tuesday night. Like it is not a. A going out night necessarily. I don't rec- I don't recall that I think we were hanging out here you yeah. came over told us you got some jeans at Rite Aid they looked great they and you also had leggings. like a big sweatshirt on your hair you know what I mean just yeah. like no, she was like my golden girls t-shirt that okay says Dorothy in the streets Blanche in the sheets I believe so she was signaling <laughs> so I and I, anyway so just like you know always you always look lovely but not like I'm gonna catch me a man tonight Right. Look, and we went out to a bar, and then the next day I found out that you had like pulled, like you had made out with some guy, and I was like, you know what? Wear whatever the fuck you want, everybody. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. Absolutely. Because although you do always look lovely, you were not on from CVS, not on yeah. top form. No, but I, I mean, still appreciated it but so I much. Will say those right aid jeggings make my ass look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I, know I just was drunk. Story, I had been drinking all day, and yeah. I was just like talking to this guy and I didn't want to listen to him anymore so I made out with him yeah that's the theme it was amazing and I was like he's really cute whatever and it's I just do- and you just I went it. I you didn't let the whole anything thing. hold you back and that's what I liked Thanks. it was a thing of beauty yeah it was incredible yeah I used to be really I had like amazing game mm-hmm. back in the day I mean that was m- months ago yeah so I think you still there's, got good there's game there's still a little bit of a light in me <laughs> so yeah tell us then before you tell us your ghosted story we always want to hear the guests the backstory so give us like the the you know brief life history of of your dating life oh man um I was really an active dater in like starting in like my teenage years okay like Ooh, I, early yeah I mean well my my high school sweetheart and I were on and off from when we were 11 to when we were 21 whoa so yeah that was a long relationship um but then I dated guys from camp, and then I dated um, guys from other towns, and <laughs> then I went to college, and my high school boyfriend and I broke up while we were in college, and then I immediately started dating the guy who I worked with at Starbucks, and then like less than a year later, I um, hooked up with an ex, mm-hmm. and then I just like started hanging out with these guys from work, and they, we just became each other's wing people. Okay. Like we were like, and I started hooking up with one of them, but then we were also just kind of like, whatever, we're, we're young and we're single, so like let's just help each other get laid all the time. So we would go out to bars pretty late and just be like, have you met my friend Tom? <laughs> like, yeah. Have you met Sue? Like, or like we would look at the bar and be like, that guy's your type. Like everyone knows I like a guy that has like, long hair and a beard so they'd be like Jesus at three o'clock <laughs> <laughs> like you should go over and like we would like give each other topics to talk to people about we were really good about helping each other get laid it's so funny to hear this because as long as I've known Sue a long time how long have we know each other it's gotta be going on a decade because I think yeah. we probably met in like, like 2008, 2008. Yeah. yeah so and as long as I've known you, you haven't been necessarily a super like active dater, which neither am I necessarily. I feel like it's only very recently that I've been that person that's like, I'm going to try to meet people. So I love hearing about this. The, pa- yeah. the Another life. It's another Sue. So like in my mid to late 20s, basically my whole, or like I would say no, my mid 20s, I realized from 23 to 27 on movies and TV you're just sexy because of your age. Yeah. Mm, it doesn't matter totally. what you look like. 
I wish I had known that. I wish somebody like, had tapped me on my same. shoulder when I was 22 and be like, you're 22. Yeah. Same. Go. Like, I literally was, everyone was just like, you're 24. And it was like instantly like, oh my God, I have to have sex with you. And I was like, all right, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> so then it was, it started to just be like, because I was hanging out um, with a group of people at bars all the time, um, we like would swap sex stories. So it just became like, who had the crazier sex story? So I would just go out and I was always protecting myself. And, you know, we like people knew who I was going home with, but I was just like going home and having one night stands. Yeah, and, hell yeah. You know, it was just like, oh, that time that I banged the priest. And that <laughs> time, that, you know, like it was just. You banged were, a priest? Yes. Like post taking the vow? He had just left the priesthood. Oh, okay. He said my favorite line ever, get the condiments on top of the Bible. (laughs) I was just like, and like at the time I was really like rebelling against my mom and my stepfather who are born again Christians. So there was just like, yeah, that was a good one. It was amazing. Um, I had sex on a conference table. Like I, like I just like had this amazing fun sex life. And then I turned like 28 and I, I started, actually, <clears throat> no, I started dating another comedian for a few months. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. And after that, like, I, it was more just to like... Did he break you? No, <laughs> it was more, I dated him because I was like, I haven't been in a relationship in years and years and years. Right. What's wrong with me? Right. So You're like, I was, oh, I was having a blast. That's yeah. what's yeah. wrong with me. <laughs> having sex with priests on conference tables. Yeah. So we started dating, and we dated for six months, and then I realized... Like, that's the point in your relationship that you, where you have to be like, are we in love or is this just like nothing? It's never going to lead anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was around 28, I think, because then I was just like, you know what? Never going to marry this guy. Right. I'm done. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. So after that, I just kind of went on like a dating siesta and I didn't really hook up with people. Like I went back into the vault and maybe slept with yeah. a couple old guys. Smoke the old stash. You know, my, my breaking ca- case of emergencies. And then um, I just didn't. And then I've tried online dating off and on since then, and it's just been horrible. Oh, really? <laughs> it I'm is really the worst. bad at it, and it's one of the things that, um, you know, in my like what, around 32, it really started to depress me that I haven't found anybody. Like yeah. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what if we were we were just talking we're just about talking this about with this, a friend yeah. of ours like i would literally like if i started talking about being single for too long i started crying i felt like a failure that's ins- that's crazy it is but it's like one of those things that in society you never realize but like as a little girl i wasn't somebody that was like i'm going to grow up and i'm going to work in tv and i'm going to have this dope apartment and all these cool friends and go have amazing experiences every night i was like i'm going to be married and have two kids by the time i'm 25 right and like stupid me like if i went back and told myself or you could do all this i'd be like oh my god that's so cool yeah (laughs) i didn't know that was an option right but there is a part of me that i'm like i'm a writer i am excellent and like my specialty is digital media and so dating online is the big thing now and i can't do it (laughs) it's like i failed this thing that i'm supposed to be good at but that it's so upsetting to hear people like you say that and and i feel similarly and I think, you know, all three of us are the same in that being in a relationship or dating or whatever is not the end all be all. It's Mm -hmm. not like the make it or break it. Like we all have other life goals. Oh, yeah. Other things happening. We're not the type to sit around or like, you know, whatever. Be like, exactly like you said, be like, boo hoo, I need a man. But at the same time, I think once you start to like now, you know, we're all in our early 30s, it's like, it's still 
just unexpectedly emotionally devastates you. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I don't know why. And then it upsets me that it upsets me. Because I feel like that's the shittiest. I used to be so judgmental. I guess I still am kind of judgmental, I guess, to be perfectly honest, of girls that really prioritize being in a relationship. You know? It's like that you can't let that, like, have some, mm-hmm. like, other shit going on in your life. But at the same time, when it's been, like, I've only been in two serious relationships in my life. And you think, like, and we've, you know, like Sue was saying, we're out here trying to meet somebody that, I'm trying to meet somebody I even, like, want to go out on a second date with. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, yeah. damn near impossible. So it just like it it sets you up to just be like you just assume like, oh, yeah, dating sucks and this and that. But eventually you just always think like eventually you'll meet somebody. Eventually you'll meet somebody eventually. And then I think now it's like we're at that age where you start to realize like, oh, well, we're we're living in the future. This is eventually we're living in eventually. So it's very possible that we will never meet somebody. And it's hard. In some ways, it's like, don't be an idiot and be sad about that. You have a lot of other things going in your life. But at the same time, you're kind of like, wow. But really, I could never meet somebody. It's like plausible. I guess. But I think it's also so reminiscent of like a different time too. Because right. the idea that you guys or that we're in our early 30s and, you know, were I not to be in a relationship that that would mean that it was never going to happen when we're going to live, God willing, to be 80, 90. So, what, so you hook up with somebody when you're 30 and then you spend 50 years with them. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I'm in a long-term relationship. I expect eventually we might will probably get married. But I think something that's really frustrating for me now is people are constantly asking Pat and me when we're getting married. And it's really frustrating because I'm like, well, that's not really a goal. Yes. Yeah. For like, me, why does that have to be there I want to. Yeah. I want us to have sort of the best relationship possible and for us each to bring out the best in the other person. And that's a goal for me within my relationship. But you know, the amount of people who are like, oh, why isn't he putting a ring on your finger or something or sort of trying to paint me as this person who's waiting at home quietly to get asked a question. Right. Where it's like, if you were in a grown up relationship, like if I wanted to get married, I would discuss it with him and then we would do it or not do it. Right. Yeah. But it's very strange. And he has a, a friend who got married recently in a very beautiful wedding. But I was talking to the girl who was getting married and she was like, oh, well, all you have to do is just like sacrifice for two years and not go out and do anything. And then you can afford a wedding. And I was like, but I want to see a movie right. and I want to yeah. go out to dinner <laughs> exactly. and I want to go on vacations. And those are all more important to me than whatever a wedding might be. So it's just very strange or it's strange that I don't know. I find it really strange that not being a relationship is seen as a failure Yes, because like Dan Savage says, like every relationship by society standards is a failure unless one of the people dies where I don't think that's true either. I think you can have a three month relationship and have it be really fulfilling. And then sort of you've taught each other everything you need to teach each other. You can be together for 20 years and then be like, for me to grow as a person, I think we need to separate or you can be alone and be like, I want to do the work on myself and be ready to give myself to somebody else in a very like help them sort of way or know where my spots are. So I, I don't know. I get really sad when I hear people say, I get really sad. sad. It's a really sad feeling. It is because like ultimately like that's the thing when you're talking about being in a relationship even if you're in a relationship, it's still never going to be good enough. It's still, you've exactly. still got other things. Because no then ever, it'll be kids. 
Yeah. It'll be And no one ever else. asks you the real things of like, hey, when are you guys finally going to get a place with a washer dryer? Like, that's really what we're working <laughs> Oh, I want that more than a wedding for sure. Right? Like, it's like stuff like that. It's like, hey, when are you guys going to be able to have a date night every week instead yeah. of every other week because you're both so fucking busy? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's stuff like that that it's like... I look at my friends who are in relationships and I'm very lucky. I would say 95% of my friends are in amazing, healthy relationships that I think are really awesome. But that's not to say that when we go out for like beers, we're not sitting there and they're like, oh my God, the other day, this was just the worst. I had to share my space with somebody and, or like this person wanted me to do this thing and I really wanted to do the other, but now that we're operating in this relationship unit, I can't do everything that I want. And as somebody who was in relationships for a long time, I feel like my second half of my life has just been me being like, oh my God, being by myself and doing what I want is the best thing ever. Because I also had parents that like, they weren't, I would say in my late teen years, I, wa- I did have a lot of freedom, but in my younger years, like my parents, I was the kid that checked in a lot and mm-hmm. I was always by home and I, I, had can't, I come from a big family and like, so being able to just operate on my own, like I have my own apartment, I take care of myself, I pay my own bills, like that's so rewarding, totally. so rewarding and right. so fun. But I do like, you were also saying like, oh, you're making yourself better. And I do think that like one day I think about like, Oh my God, when I meet the right guy, we're going to have so much fun doing this thing. Like we're going to have so much fun together. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what what I look forward to. Exactly. And that's what I think the bottom line is like, I've never been that girl. And again, like I think I'm speaking for all three of us. I've never been that girl that's like looking for a relationship really or feeling like I'm not like my baseline normal is being single. Like to me that, and not in a like depressing way. It's like, I I love alone time. You know what I mean? And like, Mm -hmm. um, I don't at all mind being single how so and then like look finding a relationship is never something that I focused on but then therefore but I also have the same thoughts like you're saying like I'm doing things I'm like oh yeah like eventually when I'm in a relationship or eventually like when I meet that guy and we'll do this that or this and it'll be so fun to share this awesome life that I've built for myself with that other person but then you just think like that person might not be out there but no I don't mean like that I mean I think you should always be improving yourself right for yourself Oh, not exactly. for another person. Exactly. And that's what yeah. I mean. Exactly. It's not like I'm sitting around like, oh, just like got to put in this this single time while I wait for that guy. It's like, no, this is life. This is normal. But then like you just wake up one day and realize that you're whatever age. And then what if we wake up <laughs> when we're in our 70s? Listen, Gloria Steinem got married when she was in her 60s. Did yep. she? Yeah. yeah. All right. God bless Gloria. Do you think so, she'd come on the podcast? mean i don't see why not (laughs) (laughs) all right guys that we like really got emotional we like unpacked a lot of emotional baggage laughs and the vulgarity and you stay for the emotion (laughs) we have to we have to lighten up the mood with some sound effects all right (laughs) (laughs) so much (laughs) so why do you grab your tits do you hear that sound i just let's unpack that that is some weird shit i wasn't grabbing my boobs because of the sound effect i just sometimes i get scared not to grab them okay so listen if if you're a guy and you're wondering what it's like to have tits fantastic oh it is it really oh it is like carrying around your emotional support stuffed animal constantly It's the best way to ever discuss what boobs are, but it's yeah. so true. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. I, when I worked in the real world in a job with other people, and I... <laughs> Remember those days? Oh, the, uh, talk about the depths of despair. And I would sit at my desk and I would just find myself like just 
putting my hand in my shirt. Yeah. Which is horrible because I also <laughs> sat next to the CEO. <laughs> I, he, maybe he liked it, though. I, I tried to catch myself most times. But yeah. No, it happens. Yeah. yeah. And there are some times where you just have to grab them. Yes. You Listen, just have to hold on one more time. One hand Wilson on the Phillips remote, stuff. one hand on your tit. And that yeah. is a Friday night. <laughs> So my favorite segment is whenever I start listening to somebody on the radio, I'm like, I just want to know what they look like. And that's all I care about. So to help any little listeners out there who might be similar to me, who would play you in the life in your life story? Oh, like, is there an actress or anybody that you get told you look like? When I was younger, I, uh, I was often mistaken for young Carrie Fisher. People would say that oh, a lot to me. I look like that. a young Carrie Fisher. I, that. Um, I would love Casey Wilson, even though she, we don't look a lot alike. Yeah, you alike, guys don't really look alike. But we have alike. a similar demeanor, I think. I can see that. Like, yeah. I feel like we have a similar cadence and like her, like mostly I, I the character that. Penny from Happy Endings. I mean, wouldn't we all like to be, but. That's who I would want. But yeah. in terms of like look, I think that's only the only person I've ever been told I look like is a young hmm. Carrie Fisher, but if there's anybody else, I know I'm trying to think right now who I think you let, and I don't know. Like body type wise, Melissa McCarthy maybe. No, <laughs> but um, I like I like Carrie Fisher. That's fun. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. We'll one with Carrie. She's fun now after that lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you need a lobotomy. Just a great shock to the brain. So <laughs> Sue, tell us. I want to hear your ghosted story. And we're going to lead into it with this fun bed music that will stop after about 20 seconds. Ready? <laughs> okay. Sue Funk, ghosted story. <laughs> Does it just make you laugh? You like it too much. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. All right. Wait. I feel like we need to really. I just love that she's like, there's going to be 20 seconds of music. So I move away from the, the microphone thinking that we're all going to be quiet. And she's just giggling like a schoolgirl. No, but also you're, you're supposed, supposed to talk, talk over it. It's like your bed music. That's your bed music. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't realize. I thought you said there was like. Wait. So the first things first. Yeah. Is we get to name your ghost. Oh, okay. So who oh, shoot. I'm we sorry. I forgot about. all of our fun segments. <laughs> Listen. That's you why you give this girl some sound effects and everything goes out the window. <laughs> it's all just grabbing your tits and listening to the bed music <laughs> over there. Thank God so, for you, Aaron. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> who is your favorite fictional or real ghost? I guess Dep- I don't want to p- pass any judgment, and and then we get to pick a name based on that. So who's your favorite ghost? Uh, I mean, I, Casper comes to mind. Casper, just because he's friendly. Yeah, I don't know. Nice. That's good. He's like the first ghost I ever knew, and and had <laughs> sexual feelings way. for. Let's get serious. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There was a weird curve to his Devin, butt. No, oh, I meant <laughs> Devin movie, Sawa. The movie was, Casper, uh, yeah, with uh, Christina Ricci and Devin Sawa. Oh, God. Where so is cute. Devin Sawa? Are you listening? Call me. Let's Google. <laughs> I'll Google him. Um, yeah, so... So we can... Uh, let's call him call Devin. Devin. Yeah, I like that. Oh, okay. Okay, so we'll call... So, so throughout so. your story, you can refer to... Because I think we already had a Casper. Yeah, I th- we oh. might have already had a Casper. So we've had only three episodes before this and can already have not... Have blocked all them out, right? Um, but yeah, expected so to do everything throughout yeah. your story. You can okay. refer to your ghost as as uh, Devin to protect the, guilty. the ghost. Yeah, to protect <laughs> the guilty. <laughs> all right. Um, are there any other fun segments we do that I forgot already? <laughs> this is number four. All right. <laughs> so next, Sue. Um, so why do you let us know sort of like where you were at emotionally, the beginnings, like how you met Devin and, and sort of w- talk about the good yeah, times. Set the scene. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> the good times. <laughs> um, so I was looking for a significant other. It was one of my many times that I decided I'm going to try a new uh, dating platform online. So I went on Plenty of Fish because that's where my best friend Blythe met her husband. I know people, like everyone I know who married people is Plenty of Fish. A lot of them. And like, so I was like, all right, you know, it's the free one. It's, it's it doesn't do a lot. But like, I was like, oh, I'll try it out. And um, mentally, I was in an okay place, actually. I felt pretty good. Things were decent in my life. Um, I was up for a promotion at work, and uh, I had really gotten to a place at work where I was like, oh, I feel good. Like, I feel like I can start, because I had been working um, at this that job for like maybe a year and a half at that point. And like, I really had things down, everybody. It wasn't like that trial period. You were like, I'm here, I've made my mark. And then I was like, oh, now I can go have a life again. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I was mentally. And so we started messing each other on Plenty of Fish and we decided that we were gonna go out for a drink after work at some bar that was on the, on the block of his apartment because he was working from home at the time. Okay. okay. Working from home, Fifth Harmony style. Yeah. He was work, 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 <laughs> working from it's home. Like, I still don't know the song, but you know, we decided you know that song now, I right? Get, yes. All right. It's an earworm. It's not something It is. You know. I didn't it's know that, that I knew it, but you. I did. But you, everyone does. It's the best. Anyways, okay. So you're meeting on the block. Yeah. So that's that's the beginning story okay, of like great. Devin and, and so no one else in at this point like he was it's not like you were seeing other people like he was kind of the only one in the mix at that moment in time when you decided to get a drink. I mean, there's we were talking about checking on like there's always the my breaking case of emergency sure. dick where we talk to each other and sure. we flirt with each mm -hmm. other. And then we almost meet up, and then I usually am like, oh, I'm tired, bye. Right. <laughs> but so he, he was a new prospect. Yes. A good shining prospect at that point. Okay. okay. So so you go to the bar. So I go to the bar, and um, it's pretty crowded, but he's sitting there, and we get a drink, and we start talking. And he knew, he, he was like, oh, you work at such and such company. And I was like, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> How did you know that? And he's like... Uh, I worked there too sometimes. I'm a freelancer and I just stopped working at this part of the company. And I was like, that's the part that I work in. And I was like, what, where, where were you working for us? And he was like, he named the exact floor and <gasps> building that I was working Ooh, in. Oh my gosh. And I was like, okay, do you know me? <laughs> like, <laughs> did you see me before? He's like, well, you looked really familiar when I saw you online, but I didn't. So he had scoped you out. Like he thought from seeing you on Plenty of Fish, he was like, oh, this is the chick from the floor. Yeah, I think he knew who I was. It's kind of weird he, that he wouldn't say that even like up front before you guys met up, right? Yeah. Or how did you feel about that? Oh, I felt it was weird. I was just like, so wait, like, did you ever see me? And he was like, no, I worked in this area, which is to his defense, it was like a very, um, cordon off area that nobody really goes to unless you're working on video editing. Does <laughs> video editing. I know. We're both like, oh man. No, the bad area. The no, bad side like, of the floor. So like I work in social media. He works in video editing. So like we wouldn't really work together that often because at the time our departments were completely different. And, um, and I really didn't want to date somebody that I was working with because I had done that before and I was just like this job is my career. Like my other jobs were kind of like jobs where I was learning stuff I was becoming a professional but this is like my career so right. it's like I don't want to do anything here 
So I was like, you're not currently working there. He's like, no, I, I do once in a while jobs and stuff, but like not working there now. And I was like, all right, you know, like, let's keep going. We had nice rapport online. So we like talk and we're having a good time. And so everything was kind of fine. And I purposely made plans to meet up with a friend after I met him because I was just like, I don't want to sleep with this guy right away. I don't mm-hmm. want to like this was me trying to establish something. Right. And like this could go somewhere. Or let's exactly. see if this can go somewhere. Yeah. So we got along well and we were like, all right. And we kind of like. So you're into it. Yeah. And you got over the like, like semi creepiness goodbye or whatever. It was just like a nice pack. And then we started talking more online and we were trying to set up dates. And so then we started like dating more I would say like he came over to my place and we like made food and smoked and drank and he brought like whiskey and we had this really fun time and it was just like a really nice like crazy fairly datey like that's pretty legit yeah so that was like probably like but it wasn't for a very long period like this all the whole thing took place and maybe like I'm so bad at time maybe like two weeks maybe a month okay it wasn't a ton of time. So, um, yeah, we were just kind of hooking up. And then maybe like our third or fourth date, we're at his place. And um, I remember it because I had to check my email. And uh, when you log into these systems, when you check your mail remotely, you all have to use the same one, everyone who works for this company. And so, I put that in and I saw that he had his up and I was like, are you back working there? And he's like, oh no, but I might be soon. And I was like, listen, I'm up for a promotion. I just don't want to get blindsided at work. Like, yeah, I'm really in the zone. Can you just let me know if you come back? And he's like, I probably will. But I was like, but like, I need a definite. Like, if I you're probably gonna... will. Yeah, he was like, I probably will end up back there. Oh, I thought he was, he was like, like, I would probably, I'll probably tell... let you know. <laughs> no, he was like, I'll probably, I'll probably be back there, me. but I don't know when. And I was like, just text me. And he was something. This is something that I should also mention is that I actually texted somewhat during the day with him, which is something that I usually never do with guys. I don't like when men. Like, I feel like men, if we're dating, should contact me after business hours between, like, 6 and 10. Interesting. Like, I don't want you to... Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know you felt that way. I have a very busy job. I don't like being distracted, especially when I'm in, like, a zone where I'm, like, about to get a promotion. I'm really working hard. I'm launching a show. Like, I want to be where I'm at in the moment. I think I'm always kind of like that. Like... I try not to be on my phone. I carry around my journal so I can just hear things. I I like being in the moment. Right. So I was just like, you know, we we would actually text during the day. And that was something that was, like, very new for me. Even my coworkers were kind of like, you're all, like, giggly over there. And I'm like, I'm talking to this new guy. So I actually showed them his picture on my phone. And I was just like, this is the guy that I'm kind of seeing. And that was, like, a huge step because... Well, where I've been working at this company for like at that point, like a couple of years, I had never talked about my personal life of dating. Right. And so they were like, oh, well, like they, they were like, he's cute, blah, blah, blah. 
And then the next day, they're like, my coworker comes in and she's like, I think I rode the elevator with your man. And I was like, no, no way. You're like, all white men look the same. Mm-hmm. I've been doing stand up for over a decade. Trust me. Like, they're all named Greg and Grant and Rob and like, they all right. wear glasses. It's fine. Right. And she was just like, all right. And then, um, I had just shown my other, she's like, I want to see this guy. She got to see him. I want to see him. So I show her the picture and she's like, yeah, he's cute. And then she goes into the kitchen to get her coffee and texts me, he's in the kitchen getting coffee. Mm. And I was like, you're fucking kidding me. It's not him. And she took a picture of him and sent it. And it was him. What? Also, how far are you away from this kitchen where he's getting the coffee? Like two, it was around the corner, like two hundred and fifty steps or so. It's like the other side of the hallway, though. Like, and you not- were like, I, I could solve this mystery myself with a quick jaunt. And you were like, No, nope, let's get some media into this. Well, what did you? Okay. You just because didn't he, believe like, it. Got his coffee and then left. Like, oh, by the okay. time I would have gotten there, he would have gone into the editorial bay. And okay. like, I wasn't going to like run into the editorial bay and be like, you're here, Devin. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah, we haven't even called him by name yet or by his ghost name. No, we have. Yeah. Devin? In the, I mean, just in the early stages, yeah. it was me and Devin, but then it was just that guy. Yeah. So, okay. So now you know he is working on your floor. So and- I'm not, I still don't want to believe it because like I said, all white men look the same. So I text him and I was like, hey, did you want to hang out later or not? And he was like, I was like, or are you working on that freelance gig that you've been working on? And he was like, oh, like, I am still working at home, but like, I can't do anything tonight because I got a lot to do. Maybe tomorrow. And I was just like. (gasps) Liar, liar. Oh my God. What? How does he think that he's going to get away with lying to you that he's working on your floor? Like, as if he's that confident he's not going to run into you? Like, it's such an odd thing to lie about. Like, why? Like, Yeah. I mean, red flag factory for sure. Total red flag. If factory. you're lying about this, are you lying about, you know? So he. So this is some starting to ghost. Yeah, but the thing is, is that he's not the ghost. I am <gasps> a switcheroo. Oh my god! Plot <laughs> twist. Plot twist. I basically was like, "There's nothing he can say." Like you're saying, like what? What was? What could he gain from this? What would be his explanation? And like when I'm mad at somebody, I always go through and have the argument in my head back mm-hmm. and forth with them, thinking about what I'm going to say. And I'm just like, there's nothing he can say that would make this fine. Right. There's right. nothing. So I decide from then on, I'm just like, I'm not talking to him. Because what do I have to say? Oh, you hurt me? Why? Why does he get the chance to hurt my feelings? Oh, you did exactly what I told you not to do? He should know that already. Right. Yeah. So like, what else is there left to say? I'm not going to fuck you again. I'm not going to be your friend. I don't want to know you because you're this creep who might have known me previously. Who knows? You know, I that then it also started to make me feel creeped out because I'm like, has he been working here all along? Yeah. And lying and getting to know me through our mutual friends? Because we knew a lot of the same people because we were working with a lot of the same people. Right. Yeah. Like, yes, he was a freelancer. He came and went, but he was working with the team that I had just started working with. I wonder if he just, and I mean, this obviously doesn't make it okay, but I wonder if it was just like, he just, but that, no, that's weird. I was gonna say maybe he just legit wasn't thinking, he went into the office that day, wasn't thinking, just had slipped his mind about like letting you know. And then when you texted him, he realized like, oh fuck, I'd never let her know. And then he couldn't be like, oh yeah, actually, I forgot to let you know. 
I'm here. But that it's but also that's just weird because why would you just forget? Why would you, you would just it would be on your mind. And if you did just be like, hey, I know I'm so sorry. They called right. me last minute and right. now I'm here. Once you lie, that door shuts. Right. Like exactly. I think before he lied, there was an opportunity for mm-hmm. him to save himself. Right. And he didn't. So right. did you ever see him did you ever see him in the office? So I knew I was going to. So I told my coworkers because they were just like, fuck this guy. We hate this guy. And I was like, no, 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 no. We don't hate him. Just whenever you're around, do me a favor and act like he smells horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was like, let's do psychological warfare instead of like being mean or saying anything. Just be like, make that face like. You know, like it's elephant farts, yeah. like just like the worst smell ever. And that became our emoji for him. Whenever anyone saw him, they would do an elephant in that like fart cloud oh, that's emoji. Awesome. That's so, funny. so it was just, and that's what we would do. We would just be like, oh my God, what is that smell? It's like somebody didn't shower today. <laughs> uh, and yes, it's fucking like total grammar school, girl, mean girl playground shit. But I'm into it. It doesn't cause a scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a psychological thing. Like, you fucking got to me by thinking, making me think that we were starting something. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was still very infant. But, like, I thought I could trust you. We talked about stuff. You right. know? Like, I thought I could trust you. And you completely... No. I don't even know what game he was playing. Right. But there was, was I was game. played in some way. So, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to fucking act like you smell and that I don't want to be near you. But did, so you never actually ran into like face to face. Oh no, we like rode an uncomfortable elevator together. Oh, oh my God. And just no one said anything. And then, but then also I think it's, so he never texted you again after that. He did. What did he oh. say? Oh, several times. What, what did, he, did say? he say? Was he apologizing? Oh no, <laughs> there was no apology. There was no, it like, was just like nothing ever happened. It was like, how are you? And, and just never answer. Did they get more and more frantic or was it just No, like- it was like sporadic. Like every other week it'd be like, how are you? What are you up to? But it would never be like right after we saw each other. Like we legit went to the same going away party for a friend. My God. Like at a bar? Yeah. And we're like, and it wasn't a big come up bar. No. And I just ignored the what fuck out of him. That's so, I mean. I told one coworker, I don't like him. I don't want to tell you why. But, like, if you see him near me at this party, please come and talk to me. So, I mean, he probably just didn't realize. He didn't. He he honestly probably just thinks that you randomly lost interest and ghosted him. Because I don't think he's smart enough to put two and two together that you were upset. I don't think he realizes that you discovered that he lied. I mean, he might have later but that's on. that's even more reason why I'm like, I will never talk to you because right. you also must think I'm a fucking idiot. And it's just like, you thought you were going to come to my office and put one over on me. Right. Right. Because right. like, at some he, stage, he, he realized that you knew that he was there. Yeah. Obviously, because you're seeing each other. You're in an yeah. elevator And you're going together. to going away parties. Right. But, like, never acknowledging each other. And, like, even in the elevator, like, I just acted like I was on my phone. Or oh, yeah, like, your phone becomes real interesting when you're in an uncomfortable situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and he just wouldn't look at me. Oh, so he was doing the same thing. But he, there was, like, a time where the, the day after I, um, I realized that he was in the office and didn't tell me he started walking by my desk constantly <gasps> no oh. what he walked past my desk 
all the time. And then didn't say anything when he walked by. No. What the fuck? What a weirdo. It was like, so weird. It would incense me. It made me so angry, so uncomfortable. And I just kept saying to myself, don't give him yeah, anything. Exactly. You don't deserve my anger. You don't deserve my words. You don't deserve any of this from me because you underestimated me. You didn't think that I would find out that you were lying to my face. Right. Like, yes, I didn't go see you get the coffee, but I know that you went and got the coffee right. in, my, in my building, in my office. You know? Well, yeah, and I mean, at a certain stage, he does know that you know Absolutely. that he's there. It's just so odd because it's like if he thinks, like maybe if he thought it was not that big of a deal, fine. But then why wouldn't you? He go over and be like, "Oh, hi, Sue." Yes, you know what I mean? Like it's exactly. once he he purposely starts walking by your desk and all this stuff and pretending not to know you. That's when you're like, "What is your? What is this game? Yeah, what are you doing?" So what usually we do a segment where uh, we you can either do like fantasy revenge, revenge fantasy, like the best way you would like to see the person that like ghosted you. What would that scenario be? That would be the best revenge. Or you can like yell at your ghost for 30 seconds. But since you are the ghost, yeah. but I think in this instance, it's still like I think that was maybe even a mutual ghosting. It might have been a mutual possible. ghosting. So Possibly. what would would you like to um, yell at your ghost for 30 seconds or would you like to describe your revenge fantasy or both? I think my revenge fantasy, because yeah. I've, I've gotten rid of the anger. I'm just kind of like, fuck this guy. Yeah. But like, what would be the ideal way to run into him? I want to run into him and he is either alone or with some real lame chick or even his mom. <laughs> and like not who could be a name. real lame chick yeah and i just want to see him like him to see me where i just look great with or without a man yeah. i just look amazing right and he sees me and he feels awful like i just want him to see me and and i think it's already happened though that's the thing like i'm sure right. he's seen me like those texts yeah. didn't come out of thin air like i think he sees me and he's just like i fucked up but he never said he was sorry he right. never he never said anything it. so like yeah. I just think that he's an idiot and I just want to see him, him him see me and maybe just like the Native American who sees the person litter like just right. like that just one tear yeah. and then like maybe go over to his cheek and lick it off and walk away. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Like badass took a turn. Took a turn. No, yeah. Just like a badass diva bitch. Like what would Beyonce do in a video? You know, like she'd probably beat be him like, to death with a baseball bat. <laughs> Well, you guys, you don't know me like I know you or whatever. <laughs> she yeah. don't love you like I love you, but I never loved him. <laughs> um, that was a pretty good story. Yeah. I might have to throw up. For reals? I might. Maybe. It's right. possible to go on. To feel better to go on in this uh, I like day. whoever's listening to this because these podcasts are going to be spread out over four weeks. Just right. think that you're in a constant state of hungover, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crying about the amount of beverages you have, and puking. Yeah, the funny <laughs> thing is, is that it won't be wrong. No. <laughs> no I'll, exactly. Whatever. Four weeks from now, we could be having this exact conversation. I'm sure. I mean, we probably will be. Yeah, exactly. Whatever day this is posted, I'll probably still be wanting to throw up from being hungover. Um, Sue, so thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you, guys. Coming. This was this super fun. Magical. Yeah. We really... Uh, we I feel like we did. We dug deep. We did, yeah. <laughs> we got a good story. Thank you. I feel we like we got really, really into like, it at the top there. We listen. Got, like, real real. Real yeah. quick. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week on Ghosted Stories. Bye. Bye. Boo. <laughs>